Computer, initialize Holosuite. Holosuite Media. Welcome to another episode of The Expanse, a Star Trek Enterprise podcast. My name is Carl West, and I'm here with Chris Hill. Hey, how's it going? Going very well, man. How are things for you? Oh, not too bad. My Cubs finally won a game this weekend, so... <laughs> Don't talk to me about sports. <laughs> I never seem to back a team that's going to win anything. So. And you, you have another podcast show out now. Should we talk about that? Yeah, I'm one of the three co-hosts on uh, The Voyages, which covers the original series, animated series, and the Kelvin movies. And TOS is a show close to your heart, so... Yes. The right man to uh, to be anchoring that show. Cool. And for anyone uh, who doesn't listen to my other show, Blast Shield, a Star Trek Lower Decks podcast, be sure to join us. Coming to an end very soon with the end of the first season of Lower Decks. So jump on board. No pun intended. Or maybe pun was intended for that. Jump on board that show and give it a listen. But we're here today to talk Star Trek Enterprise. First thing I'd love to do yes. is thank everyone. We're having wonderful feedback from people online and we do record these episodes quite far ahead of time for when they release so i wouldn't want anyone to think that we are ignoring on-air comments that we're getting in tweets and and facebooks and instagram posts or messages we get all of that it's just because we are so far ahead i mean as as we record this episode today the first four episodes have been released to the podcast this one's episode nine that's how far ahead we are (laughs) with things thank you to everyone who's been commenting Mm -hmm. on our posts supporting us retweeting us everything Chris, how have you found all the feedback we've been getting? I've really enjoyed a lot of it. I mean, we did have that one review that just recently came in that made absolutely no sense. That You'll probably hear in the feed our, our thoughts on Well, let's on talk it. about it now. So it's going to be coming out five weeks after we've had this review. But we had a review. Uh, it was on the UK store, I think it was, on, on yeah. Apple Podcasts. And someone said, opened it. It was a two-star review, basically. So I saw the two stars and I was like, oh, what? Title was spoilers or beware spoilers, whatever it was. And then review starts, like, I really enjoyed listening to this. And I was like, oh, right, okay. Well, they really enjoyed it. So that's good. But then yeah. in the third episode, they dropped a big spoiler for the last episode of the show. And I've only ever seen one episode of Enterprise, so I was really bummed out that they ruined this big point for us without any warning. What's it? I obviously didn't realise that this was not just a sort of review show, I guess, like a from episode to episode in, in order right. show. Said then, I'll probably come <laughs> back to this show once I've finished Enterprise as a whole. So you really like listening. You're going to come back to our show. You didn't realise that... We would jump all over. Even though we've stated that numerous times on this Mm -hmm. show that we would be jumping around. I've warned people away personally from listening to this podcast who who I know are on their enterprise journey right now. I've said to them, stay away from it because we will drop spoilers. The main spoiler that I don't want them to hear being probably the one that this person has heard in the third episode. But then again, if you've been in in the Star Trek community, you kind of know what it is anyways. (laughs) We don't mind bad reviews. We don't want them because we want you to be entertained listening to us. Uh, I think that's fair to say. Exactly. But to sync our rating on Apple Podcasts, we're a new podcast. You know, that too has really hurt our overall rating. And to do that when you said you enjoy the show and that you actually 
the reason you had a problem was from a mistake you've made yourself that's really upsetting for us because we put a lot of time and energy into this show and we enjoy it we know that people listening to this enjoy it so please if you ever have any concerns just come to us we're on twitter we're on facebook we're on instagram at nx01 podcast just come and speak to us there but let's make it very clear now there are spoilers on this show for all of enterprise okay we will avoid spoilers for any of the new shows that are airing i don't think we've ever dropped a spoiler for discovery picard or or lower decks on this show the show is it started 19 years ago it ended 15 years ago i appreciate some people are watching the show for the first time but all parts of the show are going to get discussed we are jumping around as you already know on this now from listening to it we're not doing the show in the order it aired we are all over the place with it having fun with it i would like to say to this person who left this review I do apologize for the fact that you've come across some information that you didn't want for the last episode. Like, I, I'm sorry that that's been ruined for you, but yeah. I'm not sorry that you heard it on our show because we were very clear that that was going to happen. On that note, please leave us reviews and, and feedback. We're not going to call out everyone who leaves us good or bad reviews. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe just the good ones. We'll only mention the good ones online. Five stars, please, guys. We've got to say we've got to salvage our rating again. It's not even just Apple Podcasts. You can review us on all sorts of apps. You use one podcast addicts. Don't forget to subscribe to us on whatever platform you listen to us as well. Very important, very helpful to us, guys. And mm-hmm. again, just thank you for supporting us. So, Chris, do you want to tell everyone why we're here today? Today we're going to be doing a commentary track for Precious Cargo. Our first commentary track. Now, Chris, I think what was it? It was a few weeks ago. We'd got to the end of our first, or we were getting to the end of our like original roadmap. I think we'd plotted the first eight shows, hadn't we? Yeah, it was the first eight. And we were like, right, we need to start yeah. thinking ahead now. So we plotted the next seven or eight. And we were like, let's do an audio commentary. I don't know which of us it was. It's mm-hmm. probably you that suggested it. The conversation moved on. And then it just came to me. I was like, you know what we need to do? We have to do it. Our first audio commentary has got to be Precious Cargo. And the reason why is yeah. that this episode gets a lot of heat <laughs> amongst amongst Star Trek fans. Because some people don't think it's great. Other people don't mind it so much. But either way, it just seemed like a perfect one to jump into. Yeah. So it's our first audio commentary on the show. So we're learning with each other on how to do this. We would recommend, whilst we're talking right now, that... You get your Netflix or CBS or Access accounts, maybe a DVD or a Blu-ray. It's season two, episode 11, Precious Cargo. Mm -hmm. Now, we would love it if you watch along with us. If you can't watch along with us, by all means, still listen to us. Uh, But we're going to have some fun watching this episode. We'll say when to hit play. Super important. If you are going to watch along with us, go ahead and get past like, you know, the CBS All Access Netflix logo, whichever. And so it'll be like zero, zero. On a black screen. Yeah. I'm ready on my screen. Chris, are you ready on your screen? I'm ready on mine. Three, two, one, play. And here we go. All right. Establishing shot of the Enterprise. I like that they've got uh, Trip with a harmonica here. I mean, it just seems to kind of fit his his style. Did he ever use it again, though? Yes, uh, in Did North he? Star. Did he? Yeah. And you've probably recently rewatched that, so you'd know for sure. <laughs> yeah, I guess I, that's that's what he used to uh, to, to procure the horse oh, that they used. Wow, I didn't remember that. When I was doing my rewatch of this episode, ready, I mm-hmm. just saw the harmonica, and I was like, "Did he ever play that again?" <laughs> I'm guessing that Connor must be able to play the harmonica. Yeah. Very good acting, otherwise. Yeah, we'd have to figure out figure that out if we could ever get a hold of him and and talk to him about it. <laughs> yeah. If he does play it, he's very good at it. Mm-hmm. 
Now, that teaser was all done. <laughs> and this is something that, especially, I think, in season two, it's one of the very few criticisms I'd make of the show. Oh, there, Chris, yeah. Chris has got his, uh, his little lighter out, his candle, for uh, this music. But the teaser's so short and uneventful. Mm-hmm. It doesn't give you a hint of what of what's coming. Trip just needs to go next door. You're meant to have a teaser that doesn't have to give the plot away, but makes you... It's a teaser. It's a tease. Right. <laughs> it's meant to make you want to stick around past these wonderful open credits. I don't know if this episode did that, but here we go, man. I'm, I love this song so much. Oh, yeah. And specifically this version, as we've discussed. Yes. It's really funny that as we're recording this, a massive conversation has started on our Twitter about this song I don't know if you've seen it yet and, yeah I have and it's a week and a half before our music episode drops <laughs> for everyone so I'm trying not to engage the conversation too much because right. I want to hold it on for a week and a half so these apart from the um, uh, the music these opening credits never change for the right four seasons yeah aside from from the tempo of the music in uh, three and, and four the name, and then yeah. and then uh, for the In a Mirror Darkly two-parter. Oh, yeah, I don't I don't include those ones. <laughs> I, I love the opening credits, don't have the ranks of the characters on them as well. Yeah. I hate that from the other shows. Anything serious? They said they were having trouble with one of their life support systems. Back when everyone was so fresh. Yeah. Pre-Zindy. Yep. Florida's still there and intact. Which was your favourite Paul hair? Um, Do you like her season one and two hair? I can say for me, it really just depends on on what what they needed her to do. Like you know, with 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 this area, I would say it, it works well. But the later seasons also work pretty well, especially in uh, Twilight. I think it was. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Few days ago, her stasis. That's probably I think more of her natural hair than it was the the Vulcan wind. No, no. She's a passenger, but our ship is... A bit more work put into these aliens. Mm-hmm. Not just a forehead, they have a, a nose yeah. and a chin. A little bit... Remind me a little bit of the Cardassians with the... Uh, yeah, I gotta say, probably like a mix chin-on. between a Cardassian and a Tellarite. Mm. <laughs> Can you imagine giving birth to some of the Star Trek aliens, though? Look at, look at those foreheads, like, you know? Yeah. Like, human women have enough trouble... Yeah, getting a baby out. Imagine trying to push one of those out. <laughs> You've been very so they've been very open to the crew right now about the important piece of cargo on the ship. At least what we can see. Yeah, as we as we can see, and uh, so they're holding holding someone in a stasis chamber, I guess you'd call it. Directed by David Livingston. A regular director. <laughs> still, still getting used to not shaking hands with everybody. Yeah. <laughs> this regulates power flow to the biopod. Looks very creative. Set design must have been easy on this bit because yeah, they say it looks like they they took bits they from to other scenes from the previous. Seasons. They're season and a half. Threw it all in there and just thought, there we go. There's a storage room. I love with this bit that. This would be a lot easier if I could read your language. 
the whole Enterprise crew, who are normally quite judgmental of a lot of alien things, um, are, are quite they're quite casual about this, mm -hmm. like a woman being in a stasis pod. And now he sees her, and she is beautiful. Is there a problem? An alien, and you know that someone's going to fall in love with her. Mm -hmm. <laughs> no problem. And you know, since trips, since they decided to go ahead and give Archer more of a Janeway treatment, Trip's going to be yeah. the one to fall in love. Oh, definitely. Yeah, these first two seasons. And I think this was like the start of a real run for Trip in season two, where he seemed to become the lead character mm -hmm. almost. He had a, a hell of a run in the towards the end of the I season for um, episodes about him. Yeah, I'm sure we'll manage. Please. I love this scene. There's a comment coming up about warp speeds that tells me your vessel can't it's like some kind of um, dick-waving contest. Yeah. I've been making some calculations. If I'm not mistaken, at warp 4.5, Enterprise can have you at your destination in less than four days. Four days. Four That's days. <laughs> but I've already inconvenienced you far too much. Well, uh, then you gotta, you know, have the fake modesty there. Yeah. <laughs> You're heading toward an inhabitant. I always find it weird when captains have uh, an alien who they've not really vetted coming to the ready room because they have to take them through the bridge. Yeah. And I feel like the bridge should be the one place you don't let aliens come to, you know? And the engine room. Well, you wouldn't have to worry about I can say they've probably got a protocol set up saying, hey, you know, we've got this guy coming through, just kind of blank your screens. Yeah. <laughs> Turn everything off. Her family's not expecting her for another five months. So obviously right now, Archer's offering his help. Mm -hmm. Our, uh, one of our aliens of the week is refusing it. And you can see in his face, he's like, um, okay. Doesn't seem like you're being truthful now. <laughs> this is the first hint, isn't it, that yeah. something is amiss. Like, why wouldn't they want to get to this place within four days? There was like a an excuse or reason for everything Archer would give. There was a reason yeah. as to why that wouldn't actually help them. Commander? Ah, who's she? Yeah, she gets, some, gets something to do besides scream. That's a great shot. Mm-hmm. Uh, princess in the uh, Give or take an pod. Thanks. At least you don't have to work alone. Hell of a way to travel, isn't it? Who is she? I love Trip in these early seasons. I love Trip all the time, but there's total difference in how Connor, how Connor plays in. Yeah, and I, in season I think one and two to later. I think really that's all I'll do to, you know, kind of, I guess the way that I take it is they showed him kind of what was going to happen. And so he was able to kind of mold it towards that way. Mm. You, uh, yeah, you're referring, I guess, to Elizabeth's death. Yeah. Spoiler. <laughs> oh, she? Oh, she's gone. Uh-oh. So uh -oh. some banging. Oh no, she's awake. She's awake. Are you all right? I mean, that screen is moving a moved a little bit there, which is you'd think it wouldn't have any give. Yeah. <laughs> Given it's been keeping her in stasis. <clears throat> Something they probably didn't catch in post. So an alien, one of the aliens, should have learned their names before this, has uh, had a, something on a scanner mentioned that is an issue with the pod. Yeah. She's already awake. <laughs> Should be clarified that, yeah, Trip isn't just doing this out of the goodness of his heart. The power 
And power switched off on it, yeah. And she's trying to warn him that he's, as I just saw, that he's about to get hit on the back of the head. Yes. But she was speaking a different language, and the translator did not detect it. It's a shame Hoshi just left, wasn't it? Yeah. I'll be there in a moment. I don't mean to be rude. Not at all. Yeah, you do. Stop yeah. buying an asshole. <laughs> I mean, they did look like they were enjoying their food. No one ever finishes a meal on Enterprise. I know, though. I know. My partner noticed that. Every time we're watching it, she's like, why are they leaving their food all the time? Chef works hard. Well, well then she hasn't seen Carver Creek yet, because I think that's the one time that they do finish their food. <laughs> Again, spoilers. Yeah. Uh -oh. Spoiled an 18-year-old episode. I like this. Malcolm getting sent there. Archer knows something's up. Never realized leaving the captain's table would cause so much concern. I would have bought more people. Yeah. I would have bought literally a team of four. Now this seems very reckless. So the one alien has now, the other one that was there, has opened fire. And there was nothing, I don't think, to suggest that they needed to worry. Yeah. Archer just casually strolling in. Secure the docking clamps. Too late. This is one of the things I love about the time period Enterprise is in. Mm -hmm. You know, there's no tractor beam, there's no... You can't really just quickly beam onto the ship. It's like, there's no. just... Or beam... Trip off, they... They can just literally just... Fly off from their docking port and, and get out of there. No response. Phase cannons. Travis has the best helm... Controls in Star Trek. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna put that out there. He's dropping out of warp. Oh, cocky Reed looks then that he's yeah. managed to get a successful shot. It's probably because Reed misses so often <laughs> that when he does actually get Well, because hit, he didn't get a chance to calibrate it correctly. That's <laughs> true, yeah. Oh. Oh, no. off some uh, sort of gas. Dilithium hydroxyls, ionized pyrosulfates. He's moving off. Well, things got to have a tailpipe, right? Yeah. <laughs> I like the, uh, the shots on the bridge then, like being... Mm -hmm. Over the action, looking down on Archer now. I thought you took out one of his nacelles. So did I. Our warp drive won't engage. That cloud he released, it got into the plant. I always loved how they filmed the bridge. Yeah. Because it was so small, it encouraged, like, a single camera. I've lost it. And tighter shots like this. Whereas all the other shows would, you know, cut from character to character because everyone was so far apart. Mm -hmm. but I don't think you realize it unless you watch. Yeah. <laughs> God, he's gonna have a concussion. Hold on. I'm not working with them. Calm down, I'm not gonna hurt you. I'm I'm from a starship. Now the actress who plays uh, who play, plays this role. I remember back when the episode edge she came in for some criticism. Everyone thought she was a bit a bit simple. Um, didn't have much depth to performance. I'm going to disagree. Uh, I thought she played the character very well, actually. Yeah, and I'm sure they gave her, you know, fairly detailed instructions on how they wanted the princess to be. Yeah, you know, she's very naive to the world, but very strong. 
a very strong woman still, regardless. Suffers from elitism. Repair the pod so we can put her back in stasis. It's gonna take a few hours. Work quickly. I work a lot quicker without a phaser at my head. I know, I don't know why anyone ever thinks that's gonna make him work better. I'm Sote. You're welcome. <laughs> Too late, boss. Have you seen a, a little device? Um, it's about this big, has a, a, a keypad on it. Um, it's, it's like a hint of uh, when Trip would be stuck on that uh, on that rock with an alien in uh, Dawn later in the season. Yeah. Has nose? That's it. It's just so we can talk. I always love on uh, Discovery. You know when Burnham uses the Universal Translator yeah, to the Klingons? Yeah. And you hear him talking Klingon, but the translators at the same time say it in English. Yeah, then, then when she's speaking into it, it yeah. you hear her in English and then it translated to Klingon. I know why they have everyone speaking English on the show. It obviously makes It's for sense. us. But in my head, like that bit on Discovery just it was how it probably actually is every time we see a scene in Star Trek, you know? Yeah. Would you mind telling me what's going on here? How long have I been in stasis? I could have to ask them. I do like the, how they did the, the spots there on, on the side of her face. It looks like, a bit like a trill, doesn't she? Yeah, a little, little bit like a trill, like smaller though. Mm. Chief Engineer. Maybe they missed an opportunity. Yeah, that, you know? feels like we've gone to warp. Explain yourself. What do you know about my abductors? We never did we see a trill on Enterprise. Pilots. No, we didn't. Though we could have. Ah, do you know? And it would have been brilliant because. <laughs> Again, probably something in season five. Yeah, it would have been great, wouldn't it? Because they. Well, that would have been really interesting for the crew to come across the idea that these the symbiote, you know. Well, if you remember from uh, Trials and Tribulations, Trill were were you know known to Federation, but they didn't tell them about the the symbiote. I am first monarch of the sovereign dynasty of Creos Prime. You go. Oh. First monarch. Charles Tucker the third. Nice to meet you. So what do these guys want? Ransom. No doubt they'll demand a high price for my safe return. Listen, my captain will be looking. Gotta for love pirates in these, to these days. These days. And let them know where we are. And how do you propose we do that? I saw a shuttle bay earlier. There were a couple of escape pods. Oh, Trip is already formulating his plan mm-hmm. to get out of there. We'll remain here until they we got into the, the action quite quick in this one, didn't we? Yeah. Has been paid, we'll be released. Well, if it's all the same to you, I'd rather take my chances. And so these two are not getting along right now. No. Which leads us to suspect it's going to head one way. Mm-hmm. We can only keep that tension in the room for so long, man. Before, before something happens. Something happens, yeah. I'm not one of your subjects. Reminds her that he's not one of her subjects. Now she's coming off really stuck up in these scenes. Mm-hmm. Very rude. But we've got to assume she hasn't known any other way of living, really. Yeah. And she does explain that later on that that's, mm. that's how, how it's been for. You don't even know what system you were heading for. 
It wasn't my responsibility. He was piloting the ship, not me. I spent most of my time looking after the cargo. Believe me. Ken. Who's in command then? The other per the person who's on the ship? Yeah, yeah, the guy that's on the ship. As you are. And I still don't believe this guy. <laughs> no, no. True, I think he's just trying to save his own skin. Then we could work together to track him down. I don't see how. I feel like Archer's already sort of picked up that sensors, this guy is there to be flipped, you know? Like, mm -hmm. he can be turned. Your warp frequency. Well, I'm afraid I can't help you with that. You can always tell when Archer's trying to be, like, overly kind. Because his yeah. eyebrows seem to, like, in the middle, point up and... <laughs> yeah, that'd, that'd be his one yeah, tell. Security detail. I'm telling you the truth! We'll keep the outer hatch unlocked. If you decide to leave, you know the way out. <laughs> Oof. Just threatening him with uh, ejection into space. A little bit of foreshadowing to next season. Yeah. <laughs> we get more of that, I think, later in this episode as well. A bit more of uh, an idea of things that will happen, actually, on the mm -hmm. Enterprise a year later. One hell of a diplomat. Is your entire species so ill-mannered? No. Well, it depends on what you mean by ill-mannered. <laughs> You know, Interesting she says that when she's the one really yeah. suffering from uh, lack of manners right now. He did threaten to kill you. That's precisely why I'm getting out of here. I really doubt they're going to keep me around once I fix their problem. I've never understood how Starfleet you know, engineers can just pick, pick, pick up something anything. up in an alien ship and just suddenly know how to work it. Or fly an alien ship, you know? They don't even understand the language and yet they can just start flying the ship. Yeah, well, I guess it just goes to the ingenuity of Starfleet. Yep, yep, these are talented folks. I'd probably say the same thing with Starfleet Medical, too. Yeah, yeah. You know, that stasis pod won't fix itself. Chances are you're going to spend the next five months tied up in this grimy little cargo hold. Not exactly my idea of a royal voyage. I'll be fine. He's using the royal status against him. So she's not going to go with him. I think, was that a plan? What's she saying? Creos Prime. Yeah. This is the planet. Once you've launched an escape pod, what makes you think they won't Oh, right, yes. She's saying that she's going to not go in the escape pod with Trip. She's going to stick around and take her chances. And Trip is pretty much implying that she'll have better odds of survival with him. Just a few more meters. Are you sure this is the right direction? Keep your voice down. I mean, she would have driven me mad by now. Yeah. <laughs> First monarch. I mean, I probably Your Highness? probably wouldn't have waited as long as Trip had, Trip did before you know really digging in. Kind of but it's my name. I, I do have quite a bit of patience. So. <laughs> what are you doing? These lead to internal sensors. How does he know that? Brilliant engineer. I'm guessing that all ships in this area of space, including Earth, kind of have the same general <laughs> setup. <laughs> yeah. Here we go. She's about to jump out. A first physical contact. Oh, hey. Up close. Yeah. <laughs> Like that, that if we didn't already think there was tension that needed to be relieved, we now know we now where know the episode sure. <laughs> wants to go with them. They shared a moment then. She tries to get in, and oh no, the dress is too long. 
But I think this is actually pretty badass of her. Yeah, Like, she yeah. doesn't wait around to be told. Her immediate thought is, yeah, I need to just rip my dress. So she's not that, like... Uh, she's not that protective of her image and things, you know? Like, yeah. Like, you can already see there's a little bit of a sort of resourceful, very realistic woman in there mm-hmm. that maybe isn't there on the surface. So I think what we're seeing on the surface with her is what is what she puts on show on her homeworld. Yeah. And something that kind of came up in the, in my mind, you know, what, kind of watching this earlier was, it's a bit like uh, Taming of the Shrew. I would think. I can't even remember that. Well, if you need a refresher, you can watch 10 Things I Hate About You. <laughs> I, don't, I don't plan to watch that for a long time. Okay, so they're off the ship. They've got away. Surprisingly easy getaway. To be honest, I hadn't really thought about it. I assumed you had a plan. I was only joking. Trip always flies by the seat of his pants. He really does. Only joking. I can't imagine what it must have been like to film in. In this set, so small. I don't think it's like. A big set that they've managed to make look small. I think it's a really small set. I mean, like, like they put a couple Porter Johns together. And there you go. Yeah, you know, look how close they are. Like mm-hmm. this film, this film, this series was shot in widescreen, so we weren't really used to seeing characters so close anymore in Star Trek. But they're they're, they're on each other right now. Proceed. And they were probably what, maybe did a day's worth of filming. A good, at, least. at least a good day. Yeah. yeah. Must have been hard to uh, hard to film in there as well for the director. So I didn't clock. That must have been the end of Act Two, I guess. This would be a whole lot easier yeah, I didn't clock um, previous one, me. but I'm guessing that was the end of Act Two. It's inappropriate to touch the first monarch. You're welcome to step outside until I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me. Here we go. Landing thrusters. I mean, these two. <laughs> They've got good banter and chemistry, given yeah. they would never have worked together before. Even if we do find a breathable atmosphere and you manage to land without killing us, what will we do about food? Water? There could be hostile life forms on the surface. How will we protect ourselves? Look, I've got less than 24 hours to figure out how to scan a star system and program she clearly just wants to go back in the pot. Yeah. And I'm not going to get it done with you interrupting me every five seconds. So I'd appreciate it if you'd keep quiet until I'm finished. Now, lift your butt. My what? You're behind, your rear end. I haven't checked that panel yet. I hate how Star Trek uses the word butt all the time. Yeah. <laughs> for, for someone's um, ass. You know, yeah, I was say, yeah, now we can use ass, so. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I think I found the landing thrusters. I understand how difficult this must be for someone of your upbringing. We could be stuck out here for a while. We should find a way to get along. I like that Trip is trying to like broke a piece. Yeah. Give it a try if you are. My hand. Peace or you're sitting on my hand. <laughs> yeah, well. There's <laughs> something else in mind. You sitting on her hand, or was she copping a field? I th- I think she might have been copping a field. Yeah. If I was in her position. <laughs> We'd all be touching trips, trips, but he's behind. Or as Malcolm would say, bum. 
Yeah. Oh, here we go. The prisoner, sir. So this really is like something out of season three. Yeah. But here, here it's a more of a, a joke type of thing. Yeah. Played for laughs for us as the audience member, really. But I mean, we are getting it. And look at actually what Archer behaves a bit like in some episodes of the third season. Yeah. Particularly uh, Anomaly, Sit down. Uh, episode two of season three. I already told you everything I know. We're not here. Did you now? <laughs> yeah, this is the mess hall um, set. Mm -hmm. What about me? Do you think it's meant to be the mess hall set? Like it's meant to be that set just cleaned out? Yeah, I think they just cleaned out, cleaned out a couple areas. I think they used this areas. as a conference room later on, didn't they? Mm -hmm. If they're found guilty, they're punished. This is where your tribunal is going to take place. This is where Cutler tribunal. plays her RPG. <laughs> That's not for me to decide. But you know, the next writer's room, it may or may not come back. It just depends on, on uh, what happens. To assign a judicial administrator to Enterprise. Someone who wouldn't be swayed by human emotion. Someone objective, logical. From what I understand, Subcommander T'Pol has already reviewed the evidence. This tribunal is nothing more than a formality. So, I'm just trying to say that the outcome of this trial has already been determined. Punishments can be severe. How severe? If you're late for your shift, you might receive a beating. But for more grievous offenses, dereliction of duty. I love this. I mean, we've got to give credit to the actor playing the, the alien here. Mm -hmm. Like, he really looks panicked. Out yeah. With 83 and crewmen on board. I love how Bacula's just really selling this idea. Yeah. I, <laughs> I love that Archer has implied that they're down to seven. They've lost seven crew members because of T'Pol's iron fist rulings. <laughs> when your partner fled, he released a cloud of dilithium hydroxyls that clogged our plasma vents. This is something that we see a bit through Enterprise where yeah. they deliberately put on a show to try and trick some people. So T'Pol is in her Vulcan gear here. Mm -hmm. I could be wrong. Is this what she's wearing in Broken Bow? When we first I see think, it? I think so. Something very similar if it's not. How much do you weigh? Oh. What? You heard her. <laughs> Your weight. 72 kilograms. I don't even know how much I weigh in, in kilos. Yeah, I guess I only know what I weigh in pounds. And that's whenever I step on a scale. <laughs> yeah, I do it. I step on a scale normally, but once a year. So. <laughs> now, does he have two or three buds? There with his hair. Uh, I didn't see. Because I've, I've noticed two, but I thought I saw a third. Because if so, then, then he might he might be... Uh, we might have a uh, franchise crossover here, too. Because Ray's got those three three bonds. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we'll convene at 1800 hours. As you wish. Yep, three. This guy's brilliant. I love that he thinks Archer's like his friend now. Yeah. 
It's complicated. She owes me a few favors. <laughs> I can't promise anything, but I... I'd be willing to ask for leniency. Oh, you give him leniency. He's got to help him. something in return. We still haven't found a way to locate you. I'm amazed if Paul went along with this. Yeah. Seems so, so <laughs> like our character had to do it. I don't think season one to Paul would have done it. No, no. But since, since you know we, we've gotten her to to loosen up and, and tell a tell a tell a story, you can see that she's she can progress. I'm hungry. You might check that storage compartment above your head. You do it. Oh, I can't even imagine like a day just stuck in that room with each other. What are they doing about the toilet? Folded, I guess. Find any water up there. I wonder, like, if they've used like the um, Sulaban pod set for this. Yeah, I guess it, that that does look look similar. I guarantee that's a prop that's probably appeared in like every Trek show. <laughs> I'm not contagious. Not contagious, he says. Interesting word these days. Yeah. Is it edible? Oh man, rations. Hmm? Depends how hungry you are. <laughs> God, Trip has some bad luck getting stuck in like shuttle pods and Reminds of the like and escape pods, isn't he? Yeah, unfortunately this time he doesn't have any, uh, what was it, whiskey or was it rum? Oh, I can't remember what it was, yeah. Huh. All we're missing is the ocean breeze coming off the gulf. I used to. She's already softening to him as well. You can yeah. See along the shore and him to her, actually. Yeah, because he's, he's sharing, sharing his uh, teenage vehicle. Don't worry. I won't make a pass at you. Oh, yeah. The guard would cut off one of your hands. Oh, you must be a fun date. I love that her response to it wasn't that. wasn't horrified. She just sort of made a joke that. One of the guards would chop off his hands. Yeah. Four years ago, before I was selected to ascend to First Monarch, I was courted by a young men from many noble families. She said before she was selected. I'm trying to remember how it worked. Was she not... Is no, she not her family not a bloodline or not? How do you get selected to become... I'm guessing it's it's like on, on again, crossing over franchises, like on Naboo. Oh, right, yeah, yeah. finished your work. Ah, trip. I've met Connor uh, last year. Lovely man. Yeah. First, it was my first convention. He was the first actor I saw there as well that I, I met. So dream come true for me, meeting him. Oxygen, nitrogen, a trace of methane. Nothing we can't handle. You're in and out in these conventions, so you you don't get a chance to exchange more than like two or three sentences back and forth, but. You made quite a positive impression on me, though. You may begin our descent. Oh, I'm glad to know I have your permission. <laughs> yeah. Lovely planet. Mm -hmm. Enterprise really upped the. Uh... The planet game, yeah. We're entering the thermosphere. I can't remember what Voyager's planets were looking like once they started flipping more to. A lot more CGI stuff, but I feel like Enterprise is looking much more realistic than mm -hmm. anything we've seen in Trek before. Mr. Tucker! 
So far, so good. Eight thousand meters. When we saw the planet, it reminded me of uh, the uh, the Troyan face, like how the Troyans look from Alana Troyus. Five thousand meters. You might want to grab hold of something. <laughs> yeah, you might want to grab hold of something. Grabs hold of him. She's wrapped around him right now. One thousand. That would be. I would hate that if I was tripped. Those. I'm trying to keep yeah. the ship steady, and I've got her extra weight on one side of me. You're straining my arms because maybe I need to flip a switch yeah. up there. So we're on the planet now. Do we think it's got to be studio, isn't it? This scene. I think so. But I mean, seems like such a like to put all that water in. It seems like such a sort of unnecessary step to have to take if you did do it on set. I'm saying, and well, Paramount had the last to do it, so. So they're trapped. Yeah, to me, this uh, this planet reminds me a lot like uh, that rogue planet that they had. <sighs> As you started saying that, I was thinking, oh yeah, rogue planet. <laughs> just, I, I think it's mainly just because of the, the lighting. At least there aren't any mosquitoes. It's probably the same, <laughs> all the same set dressing. Over there. Looks like a good place to set up camp. Your vessel will never find us here. Don't underestimate Captain Archer. She's in very good physical condition. Like, you can mm -hmm. see a lot of muscles on her as well. Like, I think she'd be able to hold her own in a fight. I wouldn't want to take a punch off no. her. No. You're bleeding. It's just a scratch. She cares for his wounds. I'll take care of it later. We have no idea what microbes live in this environment. It could become infected. Look at that. She's talking about microbes and yeah. like she's smarter than surviving here, Mr. Tucker. Than we I would think from how we were first die. introduced to her. Yeah. I wouldn't be in uniform if I was tripped right now either. That planet <laughs> looks hot. I don't feel I feel like the Enterprise uniforms are not very forgiving to warm environments. No. Oh, shirtless trip. It's funny that the, the catchphrase you keep using from him, you know, keep, keep your <laughs> keep shirt, shirt on. on. <laughs> first chance he gets, he takes it off. Oh, God, first two seasons, Tripp was, well, even, I guess, even the third season with Zipal, uh, Tripp was getting his top off as much as he could. Hold still. The provisions won't last for more than a day. See, she's she's pretty. It sounds on. like there's plenty yeah. of wildlife. She's talking about how long supplies will last. Like she's giving him medical care. I don't think we're gonna starve. And I can use a thruster assembly from the pod. To I don't know what she fire. was doing. Well, some water. before she was chosen to ascend to the first monarch. There's a story in this, man. Mm -hmm. You're welcome. Probably about the best we could get was a would be a. a Enterprise prequel novel. <laughs> I love this. Like now she's starting to turn into a little <laughs> royal brat. Keep <laughs> looking. Like why has he got why has he got really crappy with her again? Like she's been out and about. She's stinking. I'm guessing the heat's getting to both of them. What's that supposed to mean? You're obviously better suited to physical labor. In case you haven't noticed, we're not in a palace. 
You said it yourself. You won't survive without my help. So it seems to me that I'm the one in charge. The king of the swamp. The I king of the swamp. Come back without an armful of dry wood. I should have you imprisoned for speaking to me that way. You should Peasant. You'd be dead if it weren't for me. I'm go. beginning to think that would be preferable. I doubt the commoners back home would complain. Yeah, yeah, and into the water. How dare you! You're the one who took a swing at me. You insulted the first monarch. Good actor awareness from her. Then she mm -hmm. obviously realised her dress had uh, come up in the water and pulled it down. Yeah. Oh, and the kiss. There is passion in that. Yeah, like I was telling telling Heather, my girlfriend, you know, some alien hussy's trying to make the moves on trip. So she sent me a a, a gif of a swear truck gif of to pull. <laughs> oh, I mean, Connor Connor was in his blue undies a lot on this show. Yeah, must have been a a joke with the writers or something. Well, in our writer's room, we see it as equal opportunity. <laughs> you must have hated it. I feel like people should be a bit more careful having, like, sexual relations with aliens as well. You don't know. Yeah. You know, you don't know what you could catch. Stick your hands in some pebbles and you're pregnant. He should, he should know this. He should know this. Yeah, he should be really careful. No way to tell. God, Trip could have some other babies running around the yeah. uh, the Alpha Quadrant that he's not aware of. I, th I think he's more more like Kirk than Kirk was in the original series. Yeah, I think he is. <laughs> Our bad guy of the week is here. Now this bit's hilarious. I love the setup. <laughs> You're about to see. What would be a horrific death for someone if it was a real person? Oh, and the head comes off. <laughs> oh. What? what was that? I guess it was like a, like a watermelon kind of thing or a coconut kind of thing. Alien version. Oh, and he's tripping the trees. Boom. So fight in the water. Now trip with it. Look at these punches. Yeah. They really upped the game in like season two and three with the fighting. Like the crew didn't seem quite so weak. Now that that would have killed someone. Yeah. The head to with that, that log, force. <laughs> you would die from that in real life. I'm trying to drown him. This is pretty brutal. Oh. Coming in with the club. And look, she's the one who saves the day. There's a yeah. lot going on in this episode, like with empowering her, I think. Like, like I said, throughout this, we've seen her as starting off as almost the damsel in distress mm -hmm. and a bit snobbish and things, but actually... Trip becomes the damsel in distress. Yeah, she's, she's a very fierce woman, very educated, talented, and she saves the day. There's someone else here. And she's the one to hear someone else, though. Right, everyone watching this now, look. I'm assuming you've all seen this before, so I'm not spoiling it, but look for Malcolm's face in a moment. Just look at look at Malcolm. Trip. 
Look at that. <laughs> Grimming. <laughs> now, now the question is, who's he, who's he grinning towards? I didn't really get Archer's line there, though. September 12th, 2152. We've rendezvoused with the Krios battle cruiser, which has taken the kidnappers into custody. So, when do you send? 246 days. Uh, she's in a Starfleet uniform now, which we didn't often see them do that with. I don't know if we ever saw them do that with anyone else, when they just had to give them a change of clothing. I doubt they would. But once I've been made First Monarch, I'll have the authority. I can imagine she complained a lot about having to put that jumpsuit on. Oh, changing the rules just for a guy that she just met. Oh. Perhaps you'll find out. Ooh. But didn't 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 he already find out? So that's the end of the episode. What do you think of that episode then? You know, it was pretty enjoyable. It's just one of those where you can just pop it in and have it on in the background. You don't really have to pay attention to it. Yeah, I I enjoy it. Whenever I get on the rewatch, I'm always thinking, oh, here we go. Precious Cargo. But I think it was on my, maybe, not the last rewatch, but the one before. I realize this is actually just a fun, standalone episode. Yeah. And it gets a, it gets a raw deal for no reason, I think. And I'm glad it was our first audio commentary we've talked this before I love this closing music mm -hmm. I was always reluctant to hit like skip, uh, next skip. episode yeah, yeah just because when I listen to it all and the 90th anniversary yeah logo gosh seems like so long ago now <laughs> so that was our audio commentary for Precious Cargo hope everyone enjoyed listening to it uh, I enjoyed talking about it. Very, I did too. Very weird for me. First ever audio commentary. Have you ever done an audio commentary? No, I haven't actually. So <laughs> we both have gotten this out of the way. And Final thoughts on Precious Cargo then. Like many of the episodes that, that people consider, you know, the bad ones. This one's really not that bad. Threshold's worse. Oh, yes. Sub Rosa. Sorry, Sub Rosa fans. <laughs> Code of Honor. Up the long ladder. Those, those ones, I think, are, are way worse than Precious Cargo. I don't think there's a bad episode of Enterprise. And that includes Precious Cargo. I think it's a, a fun episode. Mm -hmm. I think that Trip does great work again. I love the the alien princess. I think she's... I've forgotten her name again. Sorry. But I think she's done very well. Mm -hmm. She's played very well. And actually, as I was watching that with you, I realized just how much layers there are to her, actually. And I think if you make a decision about her very quickly, and if you're not open to having your mind changed, then you might not enjoy her work. But I right. think if you have a, watch her with an open mind, and you'll see there's a lot with her. And she's probably, by the end of the episode, the kind of character that you see very often now mm -hmm. on TV, which is a good thing. But she was doing it 18 years ago. On 28th of October, 2020, our weekly discussion will focus on the Enterprise novel, What Price Honor? This was a second original Enterprise novel, following By the Book, which we have previously reviewed on this podcast. If you'd like to be fully knowledgeable of what we discuss in our 28th of October show, then please dig out your copy of What Price Honor, or visit an online retailer to purchase a copy. We look forward to our next book club discussion.
The Expanse, a Star Trek Enterprise podcast, is produced and hosted by myself, Chris Hill, and Kyle West, and is a part of the Holosuite Media Podcast Network. To keep up to date with all the news and updates from The Expanse, be sure to follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at NX01Podcast. You can find me on Twitter at TheChrisHill, and Kyle on Twitter at KyleThomasWest. To join the Holosuite Media Community Discussion Group, simply type the Nexus into the Facebook search bar, and we'll see you there. Thanks for listening, and until next time, keep your shirts on. This show is brought to you by Holosuite Media. Computer, list other available Holosuite Media programs. Loading Holosuite Preview Program for Blast Shield, a Star Trek Lower Decks podcast. Maybe just because as we get to know the characters a bit more. As you get more familiar yeah, with it. Yeah, you expect certain things of certain characters, mm. like, you know my favorite already. And I don't, no, I don't. What? You know us the cat. Every time that cat doctor comes always, on the screen, I'm yeah, like, Tana, I'm waiting. To... I always think of main cast, so I was like, oh, it's Mariner. Wait, no, is oh, it Bradford? Also, is it yeah. Tandy? So Tana, Doctor Tana. Every time that cat comes on the screen, it has such limited lines, but but this week's hilarious. So funny because the <laughs> and then the leap forward. Are you guys telling me it's not a cat? That's a cat. Loading Hollow Sweet Preview Program for the Janeway, a Star Trek Voyager podcast. The orangey skin makes me think of something else. Makes you think nowadays. of Donald Trump. <laughs> <laughs> and, it, it, and bad hair. Oh my god. He's Kazon. Donald Trump is Kazon. Trump is Kazon. Oh my god. I'm surprised he's not calling himself Marge Trump. <laughs> because he's not very bright either. No. It fits perfectly. I understand it all now. We've we've just been taken over by the Kazon. And we didn't even realize it. No. Oh my god. <laughs> Listeners, we've just solved the mystery of the last four years in the United States. Loading Holosuite preview program for The Vedic Assembly, a DS9 podcast. What flavor would I Jello do? that hasn't set yet. <laughs> flavor, he would be orange. Do you reckon he'd be orange flavored? He'd be orange flavored. Like just because he's got orange goo? Yeah, exactly. Okay. I mean... It would be weird if he were a flavor and he were orange colored goo and you tasted it and it was like lime. That would be disconcerting. Be surprised. So, yes. He's... But I say like, like <laughs> bitter orange, you know? Yeah. Bitter orange. Like a blood Odo. orange. Yeah. Blood orange Odo. Yes. Oh, now I would totally eat Odo. Let's do now. that. <laughs> Computer, deactivate Holosuite.